Hello everyone and welcome to The Fireside with John and Emily. We want you to sit back and relax and listen to some wintry tales from your favorite sibling duo. My name is John Downey. I'm so excited! My name is Emily Downey. I really love Christmas. Sorry. <laughs> Just got released. We haven't recorded in a while and I'm really excited. <laughs> well, I uh, I hope you're excited for a really... Really just calm episode. It's gonna just, be it's gonna be rad. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, did you did you wanna do a, like a more Extreme exciting Christmas? <laughs> we can do I was going for like a nice little like fireside chat. Come come around the fireside and <laughs> And listen to Uncle John and Emily tell some tales, but um, we can we can do a fucking extreme Christmas <laughs> episode if you want to. That's fine. I just think the fireside's been done before. And you know, I agree with you. And in hindsight, I think this is better. I think uh, an extreme teen Christmas is better. It's certainly more us. <laughs> All right, screw that intro then. <laughs> welcome back Hello to another welcome. episode of Downtime with John and Emily. Uh, I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. We already introduced ourselves, but that's fine. I didn't, actually. Did you I? Did. I think you might have. Did I say my name? Um, I don't remember. I, I don't think they need to hear your name anyway. It's fine. Christmas. Oh, All right. thanks. Thanks for that. This episode is how to get into the holiday spirit. And I think this is very important, especially at the point that Emily and I are at in our lives. It's it's getting harder and harder to feel the same level of Christmas spirit, or sorry, holiday spirit. I want to keep this not... I want you inclusive. inclusive. I want to keep it inclusive. Thank you. Um, You're welcome. So we have some expert tips for the average person who wants or needs a way to get into the holiday spirit because it's not the same as it always was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because, like, when you're a kid, you know, that, like, as soon as December hits, like, you feel it. Like, presents are coming. It, you feel it in your blood. You know, it's everywhere. And as an adult now, it is harder. You know, I bought my tree three weeks ago. So I'm not having too much trouble. So is that, would you say that that's a way to get into the holiday spirit? I would absolutely say that's a way to get into the holiday spirit. Buy buy yourself a little tree. Like, I I bought it myself and listened to the the Michael Buble Christmas Spotify list. (laughs) And, you know, cranked that shit and decorated my tree. (laughs) We need to... Right, sorry, we need to keep, try to keep this as rad as possible. So rad. <laughs> Michael Buble. <laughs> he can be part of your rad Christmas. In fact, he, he this is his time, John. This is his time of year. It is. No, I agree. Him he's, and he's one Carey. of the artists that has like so quickly just moved right into that sect of artists that's just like you are only listened to Christmas at Christmas time. This is not like Sorry Christine about it. Chenoweth's Christmas album. It's true. <clears throat> All 
so I've got I've compiled a short list of things to do that I think, in my opinion, are good ways to get into the holiday spirit. All right, let's, number one, let's dive right in. Was listening to Call holiday me. tunes on the radio. Tubular, <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Tubular. You gotta listen. Rad, John. It's gotta, you gotta be listen rad. to some fresh holiday tunes on the radio. That's my first bullet, which we've already kind of covered with the Michael Bublé and the Mariah Carey, both extremely important to any mm-hmm. any good holiday experience. Another one, decorate your living space no matter how big or small. We already kind of covered that as well because so you're living in quite possibly the okay. smallest space and you have managed to keep in high spirits with your with your little tree. Yep, although I've not yet per- per- like done the whole... Like, take a photo, do a photo op with, like, holiday sweater to send out. Well, yeah, or, like, you know. Like, in front of your tree? cards. People do it. Is that a thing? Yeah, me? No. Oscar would, would be there. You would do your own Christmas card? Like, I don't yourself? think we've talked about Oscar, and I'm really excited. Oh, Oscar. Have we talked about Oscar Okay, yet? it finally happened. I got approved for an adoption, and... I adopted a cat. His name is Oscar, and he is the light of my life, and I love him forever. He's killed four mice so far. He's amazing. He's doing very well at his no. job. No, what? No. He's earning his. He dinner. eats only the finest Emily, canned cat food. Emily foods. is withholding Are you food. Me? He's so for spoiled. Him to catch I mice. I built him a, a structure <laughs> like a cat tree. And he was very interested while I was building it, but then as soon as it was finished being built, he refused to go near it. <laughs> it's like a hundred dollar cat tree, and he was like, "Nah, I'm gonna sleep on your bed." <laughs> like, but yeah, he's cool. That was a cat chat. That was the weekly segment. Our weekly cat chat. His name's Oscar. He's got he's very cute. He's got pink nose, and I'll post All a right. picture of him on our website. Yeah. Our weekly cat chat. Yeah. So I think a lot, a a big part of getting into the holiday spirit is trying to make your situation as much like when you were a kid as possible. Do you think that's correct? Because when, when was, when was the peak holiday experience for you? Oh, wow. Um, I just always associated Christmas with like singing. So with like singing with singing. That's so fair. That was like unique to us as children. It was like we were there was always choir season. Like Christmas started in like September because mm-hmm. like that's when you start your holiday rep. And it's always very an exciting time, you know. Right. Absolutely. So I think but like, I'm thinking like, yeah, it Christmas music gets you excited for the holidays. But I'm thinking like. I want to find a way to get back to my formative years when the holidays were at peak fun. I think that was probably like seven or eight when like you can fully grasp the timing of everything. Mm -hmm. But also like no one has spoiled Santa for you and you're still going to get all those sweet sweet presents. I don't know what you mean by spoiled Santa for you. Oh, wow. Uh, nothing. No, just being silly. It's cool. It's all just jokes, John. Don't don't pay attention. Okay. 
I mean, it's a it's a fun fun family what is podcast. It? You said the f word within two minutes. It's not. It's got an explicit tag on it. Santa isn't fucking real. Ho Get that explicit Whoa. on iTunes. It's not often you hear the word Santa and fucking real. in the same sentence. You're not on the parts of the internet that I go. I'm getting excited. I don't know for the what kind of life you're leading. That's good. So, what I'm thinking when you were a kid. The best part about Christmas, getting presents, obviously. Presents, yeah. So another bullet on my list is receive as many gifts as humanly possible. So we're, we've completely, like, gone over the shopping portion of this, like getting for loved ones, giving to charity. We're just going to go straight into, you know, like battering ram, get presents. I mean, like I said trying to go back to those better years when the holidays were super duper dope which was around seven or eight how many gifts for other people were you getting people at seven and eight because i sure shit wasn't getting anyone presents uh yeah i know john (laughs) i remember they had a little fair at school where you could like bring in some money and get some trinkets for people and how exciting was that for you that was awesome. In comparison to receiving presents Christmas morning. Oh, yeah. No, it was, like, minimal. Okay. It was cool that we got to, like, miss art class or something, but that's pretty much <laughs> it. All right. So, I am interested in maximizing present income. How would you go about doing that? That's what I was going to ask you. Um, Just befriend a lot of people right before the holidays and then abandon them afterwards. Okay. After you've achieved your presents. <clears throat> So it's like minimal effort, right? Because it's short. Well, it depends on. I mean, if in terms of effort, I think it depends on what your present income ceiling is, what you're trying to strive for. Because if you put a lot of effort in, befriend as many people as possible to the point where they would want to get you a Christmas present. I feel like that's quite a bit of effort. That's a lot of effort, but at the same time, like if you don't do that, how would you even get Christmas presents? Like, it's a good point. Could okay. sign up for a lot of secret Santas and then just don't reciprocate. Like, don't buy any of the secret Santas. Like, we have a secret Santa at but work. But secret Santas are usually specific to, like, groups and clubs. Yeah, you don't have, like, eight secret Santas going on right now? No. That sucks to be you. So, for the, for the average person, how do you go about... you? you so, you have to I join as many clubs... In your local area as possible. I'd say the average person participates in about two Secret Santas a year. You'd say that that's the... No, that's an average. That was... That's a statistic <laughs> that I made up just now. No, that was a that was a Gallup. Yeah, Gallup did that poll, pretty sure. Which poll? The Secret Santa poll? The how many Secret Santas do you participate uh, a year? Yes, And they found that, that the average American right. participates in <laughs> approximately two Secret Santas every year. Feels right. So you have to get into as many clubs as possible right before Christmas. Yes. But wait, there's always a gift swap. No. Sometimes it's Secret Santa, sometimes it's a Yankee swap. I love me a good Yankee swap, but those you have to be like closer with those people. Secret Santa is a little more removed and a little safer emotionally. You don't have to well, put yeah, yourself out there. If much. you're getting right. If you're getting into the Secret Santas though, you're definitely getting a name out of that hat. Yeah. And you're going to have to show up with a I don't present. think you do. I think you can just say, uh, fuck this person. This was only for the presents. And uh, you just have to be like, 
really strong in your resolve to not <laughs> Also, your Rotary Club is stupid, and I'm leaving with my exactly. present. Thanks. <laughs> like, Bye. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to do at work. Going to get my Secret Santa. Going to get the hell out. Are you doing a Secret Santa at work? Yeah. That's nice. Yep, but I haven't drawn my name out of the hat yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I know someone's going to get me. <laughs> um, What if I get fired? For what? Before, like, the Secret Santa is Oh, before revolved. the swap? I don't know. Yep. Do I still get a present? I don't think so. I'd be pretty sore if I get fired I don't get a present as well. What if I get fired and I've already gotten my Secret Santa their present? And then you don't get your Secret Santa gift? That's just shitty of the person who had you. I'm just saying it's totally... I've literally had a nightmare about this already. Like, this Specifically is, about the Secret Santa scenario? Yeah, like the Secret... Wow. We've already Did you hear that alliteration? I'm sorry. Secret I'm very Santa proud. scenario. Yeah, it's great. But, like, we've already, like, signed up for Secret Santa, and then the other day, I was worried I was going to get fired, and I was like, oh, no, what about my Secret Santa? <laughs> Are they just going to, like, dejectedly, like, cross my name off the list that's posted on the employee bulletin board? Like, <laughs> that's so public. Like, she's been cut. She's been 86 Remove her from the Secret Santa list. <laughs> That's how you Whoever know. has it's her name on a piece of paper still hanging around in their wallet, throw it away immediately. Just forget she ever existed. Burn we don't it. talk we don't talk about her anymore. <laughs> Another bullet point I have avoid family at all costs. Yes. I agree. I shouldn't even be doing well, this we're uh, podcast. We're pretty right. far away from one another. So I think we're doing okay That's as far as that true. goes. I just feel like family, especially when you get older, they expect you to do a lot more around the holidays. They expect you to help out and move stuff and mm -hmm. get the table leaves out of the attic so we can make the table bigger to fit everyone at the table. And that's exhausting. You always expect that you're going to show up and you're going to get drunk and you're going to eat a lot of food and then you're going to go home. But that's never really how it goes. So I think you just nix the whole family part entirely. So who do you hang out with? Me, myself, just and I. Just yourself. Yeah. That's Chris's plan? Just like Sounds you good to me. Solo? What, do you, what would you do? Ball? Ball harder than anyone's ever balled before? Ball? How do, is that... Is that... A euphemism? Like it might be. I heard someone say it once. No oh no. Yeah, uh I mean I'm definitely gonna No, actually, I'm gonna be a family, but like not on the day of. The day of I will actually be be working. See So I'm gonna hang out with other people's families. Making bank though. Making that paper. Make, so yeah, balling. Yeah, making that, that instead of hanging out with family, you're gonna paper. go ball hard. Yeah, on Christmas Day. Yeah. So I mean, like, what the the two people that show Dope up? Dope as fuck. Like, we'll hang out. Love it. Can I uh, can I interject and with a little with a little story about today and what I encountered as far as spreading holiday cheer? Absolutely. <clears throat> so I was uh, getting cat food. And decided to get myself a little a little food, and went to you were the getting yourself place, cat I, like, food. I was getting myself cat food. Hey, it's been a rough year. <laughs> um, no, the cat food is Times more are tough. than the human food I eat, uh, which is not good either. Um, but yeah, I decided to go to the pizza spot, which is next to the pet store. 
And it's really good, but it only takes cash, and I have cash today. So I was like, all right, I'll go there. And I got myself some food, and they, like, were blasting the Michael Buble Spotify channel. Good Like, shit. just relentlessly. I haven't seen that a lot either. Is it just, is it just me or, like, stores and stuff? They're really uh, not doing too much holiday crap. Like, they'll have some decorations, but the music th- theme hasn't changed at all. Hmm. And I'm, like, a little upset by this. Like, I want some holiday music blasting everywhere i go it's not the case but this place was the exception i go in tony's pizzeria blasting that holiday channel and as i go and i get my eggplant parmesan they like get a little box from behind the counter and hand it to me and they're like happy holidays miss and i was like thank you and i got it and it's a little it's a baby panettone a baby panettone the bread yeah, it's a tiny box of panettone. It's panettoncino. It's like a little red box. That's awesome. That you can hang on your tree, and they just fucking gave it to me because of Christmas. See, that's how. It was amazing. That's how you get into the holiday cheer. You have to find a store know, that's gonna like, give you free stuff. That ties back into receive as many gifts as possible. Find I know, all. Warmed my tiny heart. Start to regularly patron is that a verb patronize patronize is the verb for that but that has a negative yes. connotation nope it's patronize i promise all right start to patronize as many places as possible that are going to give you free stuff maximize your gift income well uh tony's pizzeria knickerbocker <laughs> thank you for the baby panettone this holiday episode brought to you by Penatone or Tony's Pizzeria? I'm happy with either. Both. <laughs> I'm going to make some uh, some tiny French toast. <coughs> Sorry, this episode of Downtown with John and Emily... <laughs> this episode of Downtown with John and Emily is also brought to you by my illness that I'm still getting over. Disgusting! <clears throat> so if you hear some coughing and throat clearing, do not That's be alarmed. so nasty. No one likes that. Iris, you got that right. You got us there with the the editing. Uh, I believe in her. Talk openly to our editor. Yeah, please, Iris. <laughs> don't make me listen to throat clearing sniffling. <laughs> but it's good radio. But it is. It's not though. All right. Another bullet point. Sure. What? Am I not doing a good job? Act like we. Act like we have a plan. We Just do. go ahead. Lie to the people. You... I've never lied in my entire life. That's not true. <laughs> like we, I said. We uh, meticulously plan out these podcasts. <laughs> Definitely know what's going to happen when we press record. No ifs, ands, or buts. Uh, Definitely no question marks about what's going to happen every time. It's like a can of worms. Pandora's box. <laughs> I'm terrified about the future. <laughs> like I said, trying to get back to those better <laughs> years. And what better way to do that than build a time machine, return oh to your childhood God. years. Just like, just go back. Just re- just literally go back. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
what you said seven or eight what were those years what year was it when you were seven my eight? life was better actually better back then though it was what when you were seven and eight you were born in 92 was that nine ninety nine to 2000 was when you were seven and eight? Oh my god never mind let's go back that sounds amazing <laughs> Holy crap. I when was Bush Mrs. elected into office? Uh, 2000? So. Yeah, but still, I so could be in Mrs. Harms. Bill Clinton was still in office again. at this point. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm so for it. It sounds amazing. Was what else was going 90s? on? At the, well, why, we were freaked out about Y2K still. No one was Which freaking is like, out about Y2K. That's not real. I just remember everyone buying special glasses to celebrate the new year. Special glasses? Yeah, the ones that said 2000. Oh, yeah. You wore them. The party hats. Everyone was excited. It's the Man, turn of the century. That first cool. decade of the 2000s was like the easiest for those glasses companies. Because mm-hmm. they, they had it right there. The two zeros yeah, in the middle. They, they didn't have to do any like work. Those those party uh, those Chinese party companies uh, fell on hard times. <laughs> in 2011. In 2011. Things that happened in the year 2000. Historical events. This might get boring. Yep. Was it already? Pope John Paul II was still in. Okay. Um, PJP2. Hmm. A lot of sports stuff. Microsoft chairman Bill Gates steps aside as chief executive and promotes company presidential Steve Ballmer to the position. That's boring. The Golden Globes, American Beauty, Denzel Washington, and Hilary Swank win. For, I guess, lead actors in, in the Golden Globes. What? I'm sorry, I'm looking at memes. Yeah, I agree. This did not go as well as I wanted it to. Regardless, the year 2000... I'm a good indicator for for boredom because I have the attention span of a gnat. So, I mean, like, as soon as, like, my little Twitter fingers get a roll in, (laughs) it's time to move the segment along. (laughs) Well, you need to stop yourself, then. You need to... Well, you need to stop me. As soon as I go off on a, a stupid internet tangent that you cannot pay attention to... Then mm. you need to stop yourself and then say, hey, John, maybe this isn't the most exciting thing to talk about. You know, Twitter stock is down 2.27%. How did you get more boring than me? <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> Bill Gates stepping aside as the about. executive of Microsoft. Like, literally, if you had quizzed me, gun to my head about what you were just talking about. <clears throat> Would not have been able to come up with an answer for you. Why would I quiz? Why would I quiz you? Gun to your head. I'm your it brother. Would definitely, it would definitely be more exciting than what <laughs> you were talking about. <laughs> Next on downtime with John Emily, <laughs> life or death, <laughs> lightning round. I literally hold a gun to Emily's head and quiz her on the things that I have said in the last ten minutes. What else Fantastic. did I have written? I don't know. You're, <clears throat> You're supposed it. to know. I am in the dark about everything. Uh, You know, okay, so here's a really good one that always helps me get into the holiday spirit. 
ask your roommate why they refused to refill the Brita filter after drinking the last of the water in it. Yeah, what the hell? My roommate doesn't even use the Brita filter, even though I fill it up for her. Why Why don't you just refill it? You have it out of the fridge anyway. Just take it, put it under the sink, and then fill it up. It's not that hard. Okay, I'm going to give you a Christmas quiz. Okay. Okay. It's called Name That Song. Oh, okay. This is going to be so easy. I mean, we're in it now. You can't stop. Okay. All right. I wonder if they have a harder <clears throat> round, though. Anyways... Okay, number one, Round Yon Virgin, Mother and Child. Name that song. Um, is that a thriller by Michael Jackson? Yep. Okay. Good at this. Next one, Bearing Gifts We Traverse Afar. Repeat that. Bearing Gifts We Traverse Afar. Um, I believe that that one is... Um, Oops, I did it again. Britney Spears. Amazing. Okay. Really. This is... I hate this. It's so, it's so easy. All of these are our top 40 hits, really. So, uh, yeah. Okay, what's what's next on your list besides the Brita Filter thing? Um, Which is obviously a very important part of the holidays that I'm definitely not. That Well, it just it helps it. me get into the spirit of things. Yeah, <clears> sure. Um... Go out and buy yourself a nice pair of shades. Shades? Mm-hmm. For Christmas? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like, when you go on a glacier and you need special sunglasses because it will blind you? That's not going to be a problem soon because the glaciers are melting. Number five, try not to despair about the melting of the polar ice caps. Number five, you haven't been counting. <laughs> no. <laughs> How many, what number are I we I didn't on? even number this list. There's no way you could know that number. <laughs> what if I'm just really, I bet, I bet it is number five though. It's not. Uh, that would be number eight. What? We've been going through them. I've been, oh no! I've been really nailing it. I'm telling you. Oh no! Well, since I'm at the end of my list, I think it might be time to interject with some with some tunes. Sounds good. I do want to apologize. Try not to imagine sinking polar bears oh, dying of starvation. <laughs> this is not good fun family winter holiday podcast recreational <laughs> wailing uh, clubbing no no I'm so sorry. no why <laughs> I please know. i want people to listen to this and enjoy themselves uh, no i want the opposite goth christmas <laughs> so edgy so now okay. we've made a transition from fireside chat calm story time to rad extreme teen holiday episode to emo punk christmas is that where we're at i don't know is environmentalism considered punk um i feel like the followers of both movements kind of overlap a bit punk hippies Mm, yeah maybe not 
All right, enjoy this music. Yeah, well, while we I wanted out to. What we're about. <laughs> while we figure out what the hell is going on with this episode, no, I <laughs> wanted to apologize about the fact that the music in all of our episodes. I say all of as if we've got like fifty of them. We don't. We but have so many. No, we, we do. You just you look harder. They're there. <laughs> They're there. You just gotta find them. <laughs> it's like an Easter egg hunt on the internet. How fun is that? Um, but the 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 music has just kind of come on with no sort of introduction of the artist or the song uh and that's mostly because of the fact that we don't know who the artist of the week is going to be because we record the episodes uh about a week in advance so um if you are ever looking for uh the artist like you you heard the song and you thought it was really good and you want to hear more about that person uh we try to put uh, as much of the information in the little um, about box uh, in the information caption for the podcast episode, both on our website and on iTunes. So if you really want to hear more from that person, just go to the information section, go to the caption, and it, all all the stuff you need should be right in there. <clears throat> Emily, are you listening? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was looking at glaciers i <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna take away your internet i'm gonna come wait i can't do that Damn. you can't do it you can't do it i'm going to delete all of the web browsers on your laptop so you can't go on any of them ever again uh yeah enjoy this uh enjoy this music <laughs> Get your big grandma and dad. 
Are we in it now? Are we are we back in it? Yeah, I think we're back. Okay. Nutella <laughs> stuffed chocolate cookie. Welcome back everyone. We're we're here talking about some holiday baked goods. That's What's another good way to get into the holiday goods? spirit is to uh to bake yourself some cookies. Yeah. I personally am a fan of like spicier cookies. So like allspice ginger snap cookies are really fantastic, Ooh. but these yeah, but these Nutella stuffed chocolate cookies, it took me a while to actually get to the recipe because this person who uh, did the recipe on the internet thinks they're really interesting. <laughs> they are not, but they do look fantastic. She's obviously very good at baking, if not blogging, so <laughs> good for her, you know? Yeah, I agree. God, they look amazing. They're so beautiful. Is this um, is this a good way to help the people enjoy the holidays, Emily? Nutella stuffed chocolate cookies? Absolutely it is. Okay, what other holiday treats can you whip up for your family and your friends? What other holiday treats? Yeah, like what holiday treats do you like making? Um, well, I, I'm usually on the, um, the consumption end of the situation, but... Mm, I don't know. You could, I guess, gingerbread? Is that a thing that we do? <clears throat> uh, People don't... I mean, yeah, gingerbread's cool, but, uh, like, normally people use that to build some sort of gingerbread home that is later not consumed. Or slowly consumed at a constant rate. Oh, gross. By mice? Oh, not what I was going for. Yeah, that's <clears throat> disgusting, though. Don't eat your old gingerbread houses. Like, everyone knows that. Everyone does it. If you have a gingerbread house oh. in your home, you are going to pick off a gumdrop or two every time you pass by it, and you know that's true. What? What, what? <clears throat> I picked general Christmas trivia quiz difficult, and it is difficult. <laughs> Well, that's good. They keep to their word. Okay. Well, okay. What Christmas plant is Viscum used to label? What is it mistletoe? Christmas holly, plant? Ivy? What Christmas plant is Viscum used to label? What the hell is Viscum? I don't know. <laughs> mistletoe, holly, ivy, or sage. The holly and the ivy. Something. Um, Holly. I'm going to go mistletoe. I think you're right, Holly. Okay, this one I do know. The name of Scrooge's dead business partner. Jacob Marley. Yeah. Which author made the remark, I gave them for dinner a piece of roast beef and plum puddings and after dinner a half a pint of strong beer apiece? I have no idea. I don't even know what that read. That was like me. <laughs> <laughs> Having like... Uh, I haven't heard of any of these people, so I'm just going to go James Woodford. Were you right? Who tried to steal, I don't know, who tried to steal Christmas from the Who's of Whoville in the 1966 cartoon based on Dr. Seuss' story? Everyone knows that. This isn't typical. Swiper the fox. Yep. 
from Dora the Explorer. <clears throat> Dora the Explorer. Boots and super cool Explorer Dora. Copyright Nick Jr.? Is that right? I don't know. I All don't right. know. Dora's a punk. So I'll she's perfect. We should have her on as a guest for our punk Christmas episode. Oh my god, punk Dora. Hooray! <laughs> uh, sorry. What are some punk things to say in Spanish? You're good at this, Emily. This is what? the podcast you were born to make. Wait, say it again. Some you. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. trying to come up with good family content. content. No, you can't do family content. It's too late. Yeah, you're right. No, I said, what are some good punk things that Dora can say in Spanish? Um, I have to think of something in English and then translate it into Spanish. And that's... You didn't learn any fun Spanish colloquialisms while you were out and about in the world? I learned a lot of curse words. Yeah, great. All I can think of is one, and it's not very punk, it's just mean. <laughs> what is it? It's chinga tu madre. <laughs> What does that mean? Something about your mother. Fuck your mother. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's I know. I'm sorry. You put me on the spot. Ah, what Christmas food is made from marsh warts? Marsh warts? Yeah. It sounds disgusting. Is it stuffing, sweet potatoes, marshmallows, or cranberry sauce? Marshmallows, probably. I think it's cranberry sauce. Ugh, I hope not. Because cranberries are grown in the marsh. Oh. Which ocean is Christmas Island in? That's the Pacific Ocean. Christmas Island? What is that? Yeah, Christmas Island with the crabs. Wh- the gigantic coconut crabs. What the hell are you talking about? I've never heard of any of this. Uh, Christmas Island. Yeah, they have the, like, the documentary is like on IMAX with all the crabs that come ashore to breed. And they take over the whole island. You are not. Why is it called Christmas Island? I don't know. Is it super Christmassy there? No. Then why is it on a Christmas quiz if the only thing that's Christmassy about it is the name? You said Christmas Island and I got super stoked. I was like, I want to go there. That sounds awesome. Christmas Island is an Australian territory in the Indian Ocean lying south of Java, Indonesia. A national park covers most of the 135 square meter square kilometer island offering rainforest hikes to wetlands and waterfalls like Hughesdale. Native wildlife includes nesting seabirds and the red crab, a land species known for its late fall migration to the sea. You know what I love about this podcast? We always end up learning something new. There you go. <clears throat> Just a fresh thing every every week. Yeah, fresh shit. People should listen to us. People should, but they don't. <laughs> That's okay. I just enjoy screaming into the void. I do a fair amount of screaming. I know you're not supposed to yell into microphones, and I break that rule every time. (laughs) I can't help it. I get so jazzed. I do, but only because you never listen to me and I get angry. It's true. I'm on Tumblr again. We usually end up editing most of it out. Thank God. Thanks, Iris. Thank you, Iris. So, Emily, what are some other tips for uh, for how people can get into the holiday spirit? Christmas movies. That's a good one. Yeah. Like, you... I really like the one with the elf and the dent that wants to be a dentist. Uh, with the elf. Stop motion animated. Uh, Wallace and Gromit. 
No, they have Christmas specials though. You know what? But we were talking about this earlier. Like, what is something that came out in our lifetime that's like an instant classic? Mm-hmm. And Elf is on that list. Like Elf the movie is Elf definitely an Will instant Ferrell. classic. It's so like a recent good. instant classic. Definitely. I want to watch that like right Everyone now. Everyone has seen it. Everyone loves it because it is a wonderful, joyous movie. Yep. So yeah, you could definitely watch some of those to get in the spirit. The Harry Potter movies are always on this time of year as well. Why is that? J.K. Rowling fucking loves Christmas. And she <laughs> made, in the books, no, she made Christmas, like ideal Christmas to ever experience, fictional or non-fictional. The best Christmas you could ever experience is like Hogwarts Castle books one through four. But the movies, though, I feel like they didn't really emphasize that too well they didn't they didn't do a good job except for like the first one christmas was so magical christmas was very magical in the first one but that was pretty much the only one i think they talked about they might have had a little christmas scene in some of the other movies but for the most part they kind of abandoned it i think in the third or second book there's like this wonderful scene where only 12 kids stayed at the castle over Christmas. Total? Yeah. And Harry was like one of them. And, and the great hall for Christmas, it was like all the teachers and like a few kids at one table. The teachers don't go home? And they, and they did like Christmas crackers. Got like Hitler's bunker going on at Hogwarts where the teachers can't go home for Christmas? I mean, I'm sure they could, I guess. But Harry was also like the number one unreliable narrator. In those books. Like, he didn't notice anything. <laughs> and since everything was from his point of view, like, there were so many questions that went unanswered because it was like, he wasn't paying attention. Like, <laughs> he was just like, yeah, I don't know how this happened. It's like, a timid, Harry. Look around. So You're was- only window into this universe and you don't know shit. That <laughs> like- dialogue is written in. Like, what? it's written in, like, oh, I didn't notice this thing. Like, Harry yeah. says that? Yeah. That's brilliant. Either brilliant it's so or lazy. Good. It's either one. <laughs> but, I mean, like, it's literally, like, the crap he notices. So, like, it said, like, he doesn't know anything about the teacher's personal lives, so we don't know anything about their personal lives. <laughs> like, he, like, has a headcanon that uh, the librarian and and Filch are, like, dating. But he doesn't look into it. And so he has these thoughts about it. And he's like, oh, maybe they like each other. Har, har, har. And you're like, well, do they, Harry? Do they? And he's like, oh, well, <laughs> off to the next thing. Oh, well, and guess like, we'll never know. Question. Guess our, my millions of readers will never know. No, he just like will see something and be like, oh, that's not interesting to me personally. <laughs> then moves on. And it's great. But it's also like you realize like. It's actually done very well because he's a teenage boy, and so you're like, okay. Right. He doesn't care about anything. Never paying attention to anything but his own problems. It's like me. It's kind of like you. I was going to say. That's why I identify. So you mentioned the fact that the ideal Christmas experience Mm. was what? I think you just, like, need to create an atmosphere of, like, lots of warmth, the scent of pine needles in the air, this, like good food cooking well no baked goods like you need a coziness to the air you said that the best christmas experience was at hogwarts if i could fictional or in reality create a 
a perfect Christmas atmosphere, that would be the one I would choose. Was the one created in fiction by J.K. Rowling in okay. the Harry Potter books. But we are in the real world. Yeah, I know. This That's is the meat like... space. And Ugh. I want to inform the masses of how to create that experience. Read Harry Potter. <clears throat> no, Emily. I'm sorry. That's not, it doesn't exist, it's John. not adequate. Okay? <laughs> I refuse Welcome to accept life. that as an answer. Welcome to 2016. No. You okay. tell me how to transport myself to Hogwarts for Christmas. I can't do it, John. I'm so sorry. But, like, what do you want from me? Like, I want you to help the people get into the holiday spirit. And I'm trying to do everything I can, and you are giving me nothing. Sure can talk a lot about Harry Potter, though. This is why I said to avoid family. This. Oh. Oh, well, now my feelings are hurt, and I'm just going to, you know, disengage, disassociate, and read more Harry Potter until I die. Until I pass away and my cat eats my face. Which now I realize is a reality. Like, that's something that could happen to me. Your cat if I die, your my, my cat will eat me. He's really, he's a, more of a footman. Uh. Yeah, I know. I think they neutered him too late. You don't have to broadcast your cat's fetishes to the masses. Hey, you know. That's not I'm any not of their kink, business. I'm not going to kink shame my cat, all right? Like, he does what he wants to, to a certain extent. <laughs> He does get kicked off the bed for trying to hump my feet. He's very well, that's unhappy good. about it. Yeah. Doesn't stop him from trying, though. He's, he knows what he likes, you know? He knows what he's into. It's so good. I'm happy for him. I mean, like, we are. I already neutered him, you know? Like, you gotta let him have this. <laughs> like. Yep. Wow. I'm sorry, I'm trying to fix the gain i think i think my audio is gonna end up pretty quiet on this one which I don't really continent know why. is the turkey from i'm new to this must be north america who wrote the poem the cultivation of christmas trees probably james joyce you're still taking this quiz this super yeah. hard holiday quiz i'm done show me the answers you're not done yet it told me i was not done what was the film called in which Peter Audie sang Walking in the Air? Walking the, in the Air? The Snowman. What's Walking in the Air? I got one, seven, and eight incorrect. What Question was one, seven, one, and eight? One was Mistletoe, not Holly. Oh man. Question seven. Christmas Island is in the Indian Ocean. And the poem The Cultivation of Christmas Trees was by T.S. Eliot. The Cultivation of Christmas Trees? Is that a is that a novel? It's a poem. Oh, sorry. Yes, T.S. Eliot was a poet. Might be. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. That's okay. I think that's like the, the theme of this episode. I think that's the theme of most of our episodes. <clears throat> so paying attention is hard. We talked about it in depth in the last one. Did we? Yeah, we did. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> again avoid family just avoid me <laughs> mm, this coffee is ice cold <laughs> see your coffee is getting into the holiday spirit oh 
it's so cold outside. You got to play in the snow. Snow. Unless snow you is so live important. in New York in the winter of 2016 when you get absolutely no snow. Hey, we got flurries. <clears throat> yeah, like one. But look, I went to school in New York for a reason. And if you think it's because of like the good programs and the proximity to New York City for a performer, you're dead wrong. I knew wanted that snow. That if I went to a commuter school in New York State where it snows a lot, I'm going to get some time off. And I have not received a single snow day in the last two years, and I'm very upset about it. Oh, man. In the South, all they got to say is the word flurries, and you're out. You're out of there. Ugh, this is garbage. I need to transfer. Yeah, you do. But it's a little late for that, A. What? And B. It's never too late. Yeah. To transfer in your second semester of your senior year. Yeah, whatever. As long as my credits transfer, it don't matter. I know me. Go with what you feel. You know, follow follow your bliss. I will. Okay. Good. Uh, I always think a big part of getting into the holiday spirit is holiday spirits. Holiday spirits. Yep. I'm gonna have to agree. What What's JK. your preferred holiday spirit? Ooh, um, you know, I really love me a hot toddy. Hot toddies are good. I'm a fan. Hot toddies are good. I can't do I can't do eggnog. I think it's disgusting. Really? I'm anti eggnog. No one can convince me otherwise. Yeah, fucking rum and sorry, gratuitous use of expletives there. Uh, I apologize. <clears throat> Um, yeah, no, eggplant is gross, and I stand by that. Eggplant? Oh my goodness! You don't drink eggplant, Emily. I actually had eggplant today. It was delicious. I like (laughs) eggplant a lot. Eggnog, however, is Satan juice. I had, I think, before I could drink, I had non-alcoholic eggnog. That's milk with nutmeg in it. I mean, it was good, so... That's disgusting. I don't... Look... I didn't serve myself. It was served to me. I drank it and it was yummy. But I know somebody had a bottle of like pre-mixed eggnog. I think it was like Evan Williams eggnog. And it just sat in the fridge for a really long time. Oh no. With maybe one glass taken out of it. And that was it. It sat in the fridge for probably two months after that. (laughs) Not spectacular. Yeah. No, I'm really not into eggnog. But any non-dairy-based Christmas drinks all the way around. Or the non-alcoholic drinks like apple cider, hot chocolate is always good, coffee, mm. but like spiced coffee. Ooh. Ooh, it's Ooh so mulled good. wine. Do a mulled, good mulled wine, wine is all right. I did like some nice mulled wine last Christmas and it was great. Nice. I need to try that. It's easy. You just cook wine with like spices and never let it boil. Okay. That's good. Oh, crap. Yeah, that is a big part of it, isn't it? What? Not letting it boil. Yeah, don't let it boil. You still want it to be alcoholic. <laughs> you so, still want yeah. it to be alcoholic. Yeah. So, Dad, don't cook your wine down all the way. But, yes, it is delicious. Yep. But, yeah. So, that that's part of the holiday spirit is uh, getting the right drink on. Ice cold coffee doesn't cut it. <laughs> Tell you right now, not feeling very Christmassy. <laughs> Ice cold Duncan. Nice. All right. So we talked about a uh, drink. We talked about music. We, we did. We talked about family. Right. 
talked about presents briefly. I think this is successful. I think we we came here, you know, get your Christmas on. Enjoy your lives. We did not do a very good job at keeping it secular, though. No, this has been a Christmas episode. It's very much a Christmas episode. I apologize to anyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas who's listening to this. Celebrate Hanukkah by... uh, Did Hanukkah already happen? When's Hanukkah this year? I don't know. No, I don't think it happened yet. There was a year recently where Hanukkah overlapped with Halloween, wasn't there? Was there? Pretty sure. Halloween? No. I I think so. No. No, I don't think so. Oh, sorry. No, that was dumb. No, it was Thanksgiving. That sounds more likely. That happened in a recent well, year. Well, Hanukkah is real and legitimate as well. And also, you know, just as full of presents, except spread out over eight days, which <clears throat> sounds amazing. And I'd Whoa, love to try it. That blows a lid way off of that one bullet point. Start celebrating Hanukkah. You oh get a God, present every solution. day for eight days. There you go. Or do Perfect. like a bunch of the kids in Northern Virginia did where we grew up. And celebrate both Christmas and Hanukkah. Yeah, like champs. Those kids had it figured out. Yeah, those kids had it figured out from day one. They knew. Yep. They were like Santa, but also Hanukkah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Hanukkah is not a, a holiday it's being. It's not a mascotted <laughs> holiday. The celebration of Hanukkah is probably amazing, though. When is Hanukkah this year? Hanukkah was invented by Adam Sandler. Saturday? Whoa. It starts on Christmas Eve and it goes to the first. Oh my god. That seems super late, doesn't it? This year's the best for presents. Yeah, right? We all deserve so many So look, this, we, we picked the perfect time to do this podcast because now is the time for everyone to maximize the amount of presents they get. And that is by converting to judaism right now yep go do it okay become one of the chosen people and get hella presents this year is that insensitive i guess we'll find out uh if anyone ever listens to this and becomes offended by it if you have any hate mail to send us send it to downtime subs at gmail.com check our email john oh shoot you're right sorry we actually did get a couple (gasps) no really we did I'm so excited. I'm awake. From our thousands and thousands of listeners. Okay. Bring it on. We got one suggestion from um, our editor, Iris Rogers. (laughs) Only people directly (coughs) involved in this podcast are emailing us. That's fantastic. Okay. What'd she say? What'd she Um, say? And she, she had mentioned that we should do an episode on this i don't know if it's episode worthy but it's definitely worth talking about okay she says i would love more than anything to hear a podcast about body parts and if you had to eat one part of the human body what it would be and why oh my god and what situation would have to drive you to take a bite of that part of the body doesn't have to be morbid could be fun she has uh, a thing about calves apparently she thinks calves look really tasty um, (laughs) which i get but I, I personally said the butt would probably be the most tasty part because, like, I mean, once you get down to the meat of it, there's a lot there, you know? That's the biggest muscle in your body is your yeah, pelvis maximum. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably, <clears throat> oh, um, are we talking about other people or stuff you could eat to keep yourself alive? Um, I don't really know what the situation would have to be. It's just if you you have to eat one part of the human body, 
What part do you eat? Uh, the, ooh, uh, the tongue. Tongue? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That seems super personal. <laughs> that probably means something. But, uh, you know, like, cow it's like this person in, in their life was tasty. talking shit. So I'm going to uh, eat their tongue. Yeah, it's like a, a thing. Or uh, there's probably some some sweet, sweet organs that are uh. like liver. Also, human <clears throat> livers are really big. Are they really? Yeah, like massive. I always anticipated livers lobes. being relatively like a medium small organ no, in comparison to the no, rest. No, the liver is huge. And so if you had to sustain yourself and also make some like really nice like, I don't know, uh, confit, but with human <laughs> liver. <laughs> if you want to get fancy with your cannibalism. You spread it on toast. That's what I would say. Okay, what's our next email? Uh, it's from our mother. Oh, no. <clears throat> she said, this is actually a suggestion for an episode, which we we might actually do this one, because I think we could have a lot for this. Sure. Um, explaining how to select a career, because we're both clearly experts in that field. So good at it. So good at that. So that's a good suggestion. Sure. Also, she mentioned that the musical guests should be plugged more and i agree but that would require us to know again who the guest is going to be that particular week so if you hear some music in an episode that you really really like please don't hesitate to look at the captions for the episode and find out who it is and i will try to leave links in as many places as possible connected to the episode to make sure you can find uh, that artist's music easily. Then we got one from our great aunt. Uh, from our whoa. Aunt Barbara. Oh my god. This is our our mother's aunt. <clears throat> uh, she said if you're this was following uh, episode two, which is how to how to open a, a dope a bar. Dope bar. If you're going to get ready to open that brew pub slash cafe, you need to consult with your cousin Peter. He's added mixology to his other hobbies of snooker and wood turning. And he has a Tesla if you need info on that. But I'm sh- I'm not sure that Musk has charging stations on Mars yet. Better check on that. Which is <laughs> okay. a fair suggestion. Okay. But that's, I think that's going to be part of the he our, our efforts to open up a, a pub on Mars. Is going to be putting charging stations up there. Assuming we need uh, Teslas, which I think we went over in that episode too. So. Right. Sweet. Is that so, it for yeah. our email? That's it for the, that's all for our email segment. Thank you so much for responding to our podcast. Thank you for your responses, everyone. Yeah, that's really Yeah, if you have any suggestions for an episode or if you have any, again, if we're offensive and you want to complain to us, do not hesitate. Uh, And if you have any uh, music you'd like to hear on the show uh, or if you're an artist and you would like your music showcased on an, an episode, Contact us at downtimesubs at gmail.com. That's D-O-W-N-T-I-M-E-S-U-B-S at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We love you all very much. Uh, please submit or, yeah, like John said, uh, downtimesubs at gmail.com. Come see our website. It's pretty cool, too. We do pay for it to exist, so I'd love it if someone visited it. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I think Uh, that's about it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Downtime with John and Emily. My name is John Downey. 
And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, hit us with that that famous sign-off. This coffee's making me want to poop. (laughs) Take two. (laughs) We had a sign-off. Do you not remember it? Oh, well, the funny thing was, yeah, I do remember it. It's a good (laughs) sign-off. I thought we were going to stick with that one. What is Al Roker's name? <laughs> Al Roker, you I forgot will fight Al you. Roker's name? I did because I actually have to poop. Um, All right, take two. Hit me again. Hit me Emily, again. Emily, hit us with that famous sign off. Al Roker, I will fight you. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bling, 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 bling.